Hello and welcome to Fent Show, conversations with entrepreneurs, where they share their challenges and lessons learned through their journey to earning a living doing what they love. I'm Diana Lopez, and welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fan Show. My name is Diana Lopez, and I'm very excited today because I have an amazing guest, Devana, who is joining us from San Diego, California. A Virginia Beach native currently striving and grinding in sunny San Diego, Devana is behind the duo of Strive and Grind and Gangster Creative. Hello, Devana. How are you today? I'm doing good, Diana. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And for those that don't know you, uh, can you tell them a little bit about yourself when you attend events and people ask you, what do you do? How do you respond? Yeah. So for me, a little bit about myself. Um, I consider myself a creative entrepreneur, a gangstar creative specifically. I'm the co-founder of a international branding and creative boutique called Strive and Grind, where we help entrepreneurs create memorable, disruptive, and badass premium brands. And I'm also the creator of the movement Gangstar Creative, where I'm helping creatives thrive in business and in mindset. Um, and I'm also an artist, and I paint acrylic paintings, focusing on female figures, uh, kind of on that women empowerment movement. And like you said, I'm currently residing in San Diego, California, with my husband and current business partner and my two doggies. Oh, my God, so much. And I'm pretty sure you... <laughs> You left some stuff out. But before we go into it, could you share with us what was the first thing you bought with your own hard-earned money? The first thing that I bought with my own money? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> is that specifically tied to like working, like when we when I first started my business with that money, or just like in general? In general, or your business, whichever you remember. Ooh. Um, I would say when we first started Strive and Grind, the first thing that we bought was really like just putting it back into the business. Um, <laughs> went in a lot of debt just to start our company. Um, in the beginning, it was like a blog and a movement and we had like a clothing line. So a lot of, I think our, our money and the bootstrapping money when we were working our day jobs uh, went towards investing back into the business and investing into clothing for our clothing line at the time. So many businesses, side hustlers. <laughs> and could you explain uh, to our listeners a little bit more about Strive and Grind and what you offer? Yeah. So um, like I said in the beginning, we're an international branding and creative boutique, and we're all about helping entrepreneurs, specifically um, service-based businesses, personal brands, influencers, create premium brands. So basically helping you attract your ideal clients, helping you charge more for what you're offering, helping you focus on one thing so that you're known for that one thing, and also just making you look and feel memorable, disruptive, and badass, basically positioning you as the number one in your industry. And we do this specifically through our signature process. It's a seven-step process called our Brand Slam. And it's basically an all-inclusive branding transformation where we take your brand from start to finish, where we start with your brand strategy. And we focus on the strategy of the brand, because most entrepreneurs don't 
do brand strategy. They just have a de- an idea, they run with it, and they think branding is just all about aesthetic. But we focus on the foundation to your business. So what's your vision, your mission, your purpose? What are your core values? Who are you targeting? Um, what's your brand personality? All these different DNA elements that we we come up with. And then when we have the strategy and the foundation, we go into the next step, which is coming up with your brand identity. So the logo, the fonts, colors, the look and feel of the brand. And we also do a full day photo shoot where you get 40 edited photos. We go into website development where you get a badass seven page website. And we do a little bit of brand collateral like social media banners and business card design just to get you on your feet. And then we do launch all in 45 business days. Wow. 45 business days. Yeah. Well, that's a good deadline. (laughs) But you're not only a coach, you're a painter, a speaker, And you're also an author. Could you tell us a little bit more about your book? Yeah, so I co-authored a book called um, Passionistas, Tips, Tales, and Tweetables from Women Pursuing Their Dreams. And it's basically a collective of stories from 40 badass, amazing women, some of them who I uh, am close friends with and some of them who I haven't yet had the privilege of meeting. But basically this book is just a full book of inspiration and motivation to all you women and even men, you can get a lot from this. We all have our own chapters in there sharing our stories. Um, Some people talking more about business stuff. Some people talking more about personal stuff and a lot of people talking about the struggles. So it's, it's really awesome to have been able to, you know, partner with such amazing, empowering, badass women because you know, when you're in the grind, you feel like you're, it's like, it's lonely as an entrepreneur and you forget that there's other people like on a similar journey. So when, you know, I submitted my chapter, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And when I got the book and I read it, it was just really inspiring, really empowering to just see all these really cool women who I never knew before and getting to, you know, hear and feel a piece of their story um, and gain that inspiration and insight to help myself grow um, as long as, as well as my business. And I love that you say that it's not only about, you know, successes, but lessons learned and there's obstacles and there's bumps in the road. Could you share your biggest struggle or failure and what you learned from it? Yeah. So first off, let me just say, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially in the very beginning when you're starting out, you can't be afraid to fail. Like fail, failure is going to be part of the journey and it's all about what you do, you know, after you fail, like how you get back up. So if you're just starting out and you're listening to this, don't be scared to fail. Just accept that it's going to happen and just learn, you know, learn from those mistakes, learn from those failures and look at those more as opportunities. And so for me, I think the, you know, the biggest failure or the biggest obstacle mostly that I, that comes to mind is, um, like I said in the beginning, we invested a lot in our business. And so we originally started Strive and Grind Out as like a movement, a movement for anybody who's striving and grind to achieve greatness. And it was a blog. We had the clothing line. We had college chapters. We had events. We had a whole bunch of stuff. We had sponsored athletes, brand ambassadors, and we had something really cool. We had a really cool brand, but we weren't making any money. And so this is while we were living on the East Coast and, you know, we were listening to other entrepreneurs um, like on podcasts, like John Lee Dumas's Entrepreneur on Fire, um, Jamie Masters, Eventual Millionaire, and people like that. And we were like, "Yo, everybody's in California. We need to get over there because that's <laughs> where we need to who we need to surround ourselves with." So, and amazing weather. 
Yes, and Amazing Weather. Um, but we moved, ended up moving over to California. We leveraged Kevin's corporate job at the time to move us out here. So that was nice. And when we got here, we ended up seeing a Facebook ad for a entrepreneurial conference. And at this point, we've never been to an entrepreneur event. And so we go to this event, and JL, John Lee Dumas is actually speaking there, and the guy that's running it... Um, He's, he's super cool, and we, you know, we came in with our arms crossed, like these people aren't gonna sell us anything. But I was just <laughs> like, you know, let's just be open-minded. We don't know what this is gonna be about. And basically, you know, during the event, we learned the difference between good debt versus bad debt, and um, we ended up investing in a business coach and in a mastermind. And so this <laughs> business coach and mastermind was thirty-six thousand dollars, thirty-six thousand dollars that we did not have, so it all went on credit cards. Um, and it was actually like the best investment that we made. I think any investment in yourself is a, a great investment, even if, you know, it doesn't go through well, but basically we put it all on $10,000 credit cards and we were like, okay, 36 K for a whole year in this program, that's three K a month. We have $10,000 limit. That means we have three months to get our, you know, our ass in motion and start making some money, like some real money. And so Basically, you know, we're we're going through this program. We're starting to build Strive and Grind. We realize we want to build a branding company, and that's how we start making like a little bit of money, but nowhere near like three k a month. And basically, Thanksgiving of two thousand and I think fifteen, yeah, two thousand fifteen, we see that there's a negative three thousand dollar charge in our personal account. Oh my god! Which, yeah. <laughs> Plus, plus whatever else was overdrafted, because back in that, those times, we like overdrafted our account all the time, so because we were just investing in our business and opportunities. But yeah, so we saw that come out of our account because we, you know, we maxed out the credit card and we were freaking out because one, it was Thanksgiving, two, it was like rent's due on the first, like what are we gonna do? And so it was really in that moment where we realized, oh my gosh, like. I never want to feel like that again. I we never want to ever be put in this situation where we feel like we're drowning and we feel like we're at rock bottom and we feel like there's no other options. So it was in that moment we were just like, we got to figure this out and, you know, we basically just hustled and we were able to make sales and able to, you know, get that money back in our account and then pay it off and it was just crazy. Like that moment was like the moment of like, we never want to be here again. So let's never not more. ever make, let this happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, quite a motivation. Just never more. <laughs> yeah. Never, no more. Never again. And when you s started your projects, did you have a different project before, um, before your, your business that never quite launched or didn't work out? Um, I would just say the first version of Strive and Grind, so like Strive and Grind 1.0, where like we know what our long-term vision is for Strive and Grind, it's like a 20-year vision, um, and we kind of like tried to do it all at once, where we were doing too many things at once, and it was only like me, my husband, and my best friend helping us out, and we weren't really making any money, we didn't have the experience of like making sales, we thought we could just do everything online, and that wasn't making us any money and having the clothing line and, and putting so much money into clothing. So like if you're starting a clothing line, just know it's really hard and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost a lot of money. Um, so we like, we still have debt inventory to this day that we just give out to like our clients. So I would just say that's probably the one. <laughs> but it's um, being thing. used. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the future, we plan on kind of slowly bringing everything back. And we we, we want to see Strive and Grind become 
like kind of like a virgin where like you have like the big umbrella of like virgin airlines virgin mobile virgin this 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 mm-hmm. where we want like strive and grind to be the ultimate lifestyle brand for entrepreneurs so right now the the vertical of the branding boutique is being built out helping entrepreneurs with the branding eventually you want to do like you know exclusive uh, apparel for entrepreneurs and high achievers strive and grind fitness strive and grind lounges strive and grind everything so I that's kind of like that. the and I, and you also have your own thing going on which is the gangster creative so that you do coaching and you also do your your painting art you know the art that you are selling online so it's yeah it's amazing it's amazing thank you <laughs> and when it comes to growth uh what would you say that has helped you the most? I mean, you know, you have your unique appro- your unique approach, uh, branding, social media, and or how about networking? What would you say that has the the highest that has helped you the most? Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Out of those three, or just what I think helps us the in most? General? Mm-hmm. I would say investing money into myself or me and my husband in our business. So especially in the beginning, like you're scrapping for money unless you're like, you know, you're getting in investors and funding and all that. But most of you starting out, you're probably just trying to work the day job and then use that some some of that money and bootstrap it to create, you know, your your side hustle and hopefully eventually make that become like the full time thing. And so I think you know, when we went to that entrepreneur, the first entrepreneur conference we went to, we learned the difference between good debt versus bad debt. Um, and, you know, we're trained by society growing up that, like, any debt is bad. Like, don't use credit cards because, you know, your credit score and you're going to fail in life and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, if you look around you, if you look at businesses, even if you look at real estate, like, so much so many people go into debt for like business for like building um like these houses to flipping houses they invest so much money into creating clothing lines they create so much or they um invest so much money into you know hiring employees and this and that and like that type of debt is good debt and learning like the difference between good and bad debt was like the real aha for me because you don't really think about that you just think of your you're taught to just be like a penny pincher almost and like figure out how you can like just do everything yourself. So I think when you start actually investing money into yourself and your business, whether it's in a business coach, whether it's in a mastermind and actually investing in masterminds have been like the most beneficial um, to us and has impacted our success the most. It's because when you invest in yourself and when you invest money into yourself and your business, it's like, then you're really going to care. When you go to like free events, when you get things that are free, you don't put any value on it. But if you're putting your blood, sweat and tears and hard earned money into something, you're going to care about that and you're going to work your ass off to make sure you get that ROI. And so (laughs) even if like you invest in masterminds, it's like you're surrounded by people who are investing the same amount of money. So say you put $10,000 into a mastermind, whoa, that sounds crazy insane. But if you are in the mastermind, you go to the event where everybody in the mastermind comes together and you're surrounded by people who have, you know, $10,000 type of money, then you're obviously going to be around people who are qualified to pay you for your services and that you can also, you know, hire them for their services. And so you end up making that $10,000 back in one day or in a week or whatever, how long it takes to close the 
close the deal. So I want everybody who's listening to this to, you know, try not to just always cut corners. Of course, you have to be efficient um, with your money in the beginning, but also know when, you know, you need to take that risk and actually put money where your mouth is. I love that. And just for those that don't know what a mastermind is, could you explain it to our audience? Oh, of course. So basically, um, it was technically coined by Napoleon Hill in the book Think and Grow Rich. Um, it's basically when two or more people come together um, that are most likely like like-minded. Um, you can have people in different industries and niches, but the whole goal is like to better everybody in the group to help each other grow and excel and complement where the other people are struggling. So, and a lot most masterminds, it's like collectively a group of people you can start either with a free mastermind where you grab like two or three of your friends or you know acquaintances and you all meet like once a week and you talk about what you're doing what your struggles are and then everybody else kind of pitches in and helps you you know solve your your problems and challenges and connects you with other people um and so it's just a great a great way to grow and learn and move faster up the, the success ladder, in my opinion. Yes, I completely agree with growing faster. I just recently joined one, and I'm thinking of joining a second one, and I think it's one of the, the I would attribute a lot of my mindset, uh, the change in mindset uh, to, those, to those groups. Yes, definitely. And looking to the future, what, it's, what is next for you? And, or are you currently cooking something new that are, is soon to launch? Yeah. So what I'm most excited about right now is one, I'm actually transitioning out of the Strive and Grind business. Um, so me and my husband have been building this business together for almost five years now. Um, the branding company specifically a little bit over two and a half years. And originally it was always like, his baby and because we're you know husband and wife we've been together for almost 12 years now and you know when we look at our relationship as like we're one and our dream is one in a sense and so of course as the partner I helped him build Shrive and Grind and I love what we created and I've helped build it to the success um, that it's at now I'm actually going to be transitioning out to do the things that I put on the back burner um, while building Shrive and Grind so that I'm kind of like looking at this year as like the year of me where I'm focusing on the things that I want to do. I'm focusing back on my art. Like I put my art on the back burner. Um, I put just like just me on the back burner for a really long time just to build and hustle and strive and grind. Um, and so what I'm really excited about is um, getting back into my art, painting, um, showing and selling my art again, and also uh, launching the Gangstar Creative Movement, where you know it's going to be a web show and probably a podcast as well. I'm going to host workshops. I'm going to bring people onto the show that are successful creatives, not only talking about their stories, but talking more tactical stuff. Because for me, as a creative myself, I've gained so much experience and have built my mindset over the past just couple years of living here in California to where when I'm around other creatives, it's almost kind of depressing. Like so many people settle for the status quo of the starving artists. And so that's what my mission is, is to annihilate that status quo and help or help creatives learn more of the entrepreneurial mindset, learn more of the abundance mindset, because so many creatives, they just kind of hide in the corner. They don't know how to talk to people or they don't know how to, you know, make sales. They don't know how to communicate or, or they, like give their work away. 
yeah, or they, you know, give their work away for free. And mm-hmm. there's just so many different things. Um, and there's not a lot of resources out there to help creatives. So I'm really excited to kind of be the leader and step into that space and help creatives, more creatives thrive and learn more about the business side of things and um, basically help them do what they love. Um, and yeah, that's really what I'm excited about and what the next chapter of my book is going to look like. Another book? <laughs> well, not more figuratively, but I do see yes. a book down the road for I sure. I love that. And I think... My own one. Yes, in your own one this time. And then an audiobook. So <laughs> I really love what you're doing. Uh, and as a creative myself, I I was first mostly in business, but then I you know, learned design and how to code. But I think that being surrounded by creatives, I think they actually need the movement that you're launching because they it's it's difficult for them you know to do networking or to just like charge what they're worth and i think what you're doing is very very important so i'm looking forward to it thank you i mean let me let me share this one little story too where you know me and my husband we went to la to go see an art show and it was a art show curated like where this girl brought a bunch of female artists off of Instagram together to show their work. Sounds super badass, right? And so we go in there and there's just art everywhere. Everyone has like their own little space or booth. And like we're walking around and one, a lot of the artists weren't at their booth. Two, the artists that were at the booth were like sitting down and or just like on their phone looking down, like wouldn't talk to us, wouldn't make eye contact, wouldn't like talk about their work, wouldn't say like hi. Except for, like, one girl there that did. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was, like, the moment for me where I was like, this needs to stop. Like, why why <laughs> isn't anybody talking to us? Like, we could have dropped so much money on some art in there if somebody would have just talked to us, you know, or, like, tried to sell us on something. Like, And so I was just seeing that and seeing how, like, real the struggle is for artists and creatives and how like, I just couldn't, like, stand having to walk into another art show and seeing the same thing and hoping that one day I can like walk into an art show and having people there be like hey like I follow your stuff and you know that's what's helped me like thrive at shows like this you know or you know in their own creative businesses so it it's a big need for sure it is a big need and I completely agree every time that I go to events and here in San Diego the artists are just like in the corner they take pictures and, I'm, and I just want to go ahead and, you know, ask them questions actively and, like, you know, chat about their work. Yeah. So I think I'm right there with you. And so um, I know that we already talked about uh, mentorship, but do you act- actively have, like, one mentor right now? Or is there somebody in business that you look up to and why? Ooh, good question. So I actually don't have, like, a personal mentor, um, but I do have like a handful of mentors that I go to. So, you know, we're in a mastermind right now um, uh, called Thrive with Cole Hatter. And so he's like a mentor and people in that community are like mentors for me. I can go to anybody for help. Um, I do look at my husband as a mentor as well because he's a very smart businessman um, and we've helped each other grow over the, over times. And I would also say... Um, yeah, that's that's pre- that's pretty much it. Just kind of like the community that we built, the friends that we've made over the past couple years. 
I guess are kind of like mentors in a sense because we all are growing together. We're all learning different things and, you know, teaching each other stuff. Um, but as far as like my own personal mentor, I don't have one of those yet, but I do plan on probably investing one, investing in one in the future. Um, because since I'm going through this transition and kind of starting over, I definitely think I'm going to need that type of support and someone who I can count on for, for the long term. And keep you accountable. <laughs> yes. Keep me accountable. But there are um, like a couple people that I look to for inspiration. So like the one person that in inspired and influenced me to paint um, when I was in college, uh, I took my first painting class and it was there that I discovered I really liked to paint. And, you know, he had us like look up artists to like kind of get inspiration for what kind of type of style we want to do. Um, and so there's this artist called Human, H-U-E-M-A-N. Her name's Allison. And I've been following her ever since. And I got to meet her last year at an art show, which was really cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And so I always look at her stuff. And, you know, she's been an inspiration to me. And then I also follow a YouTuber, YouTuber called Lily Singh, also known as like Superwoman. Um, and she she's a good person to follow. Um, she's a boss. She's a entrepreneur. She's yes, a hustler. I love her. Yeah, and she's hilarious. And I relate to her personality and quirkiness. So um, I usually watch her vlog. I don't really watch her like content, but I watch her vlogs all the time because I like seeing like her daily grind. Um, so those two are probably like the biggest inspirations. Um, and then also uh, a singer. Her name's Tinashe and. Her music's really, really good, but her grind and work ethic is, like, really dope as well. And I've been following her ever since she was, like, underground. So those, like, three women have been kind of, like, the, the big inspiration for me over the few years. I love that. And I'm pretty sure you'll meet them as well. Pretty. I'm soon. sorry? And I'm pretty sure you'll meet them as well this year. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and are you reading a book right now? And Sorry. Uh, what book do you recommend the most and why? Um, I would recommend, ooh, this, I, this question is always so hard. I mean, if you're just starting out and you're trying to build m mindset, I mean, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill or Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill are like really, really solid books for any entrepreneur starting out. I think everybody should read those. Um, and then just kind of like a, a personal favorite is... Um, Big Magic, and basically it's based about like tapping into your creativity and not like holding it back and like not being selfish with your talent and how like the world needs you know your creativity and your work, whether it's in writing, whether it's in business, art, um, dance, whatever it is. It's like it just kind of pushes you out of your any fears and doubts that you have, um, and that's something that I strongly believe in. I also love that one by Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes, by Elizabeth Gilbert. Love it. And before we um, end this episode, uh, for anybody that wants to launch th their business, what would you advise them? Um, one, kind of like what I was saying earlier, is just invest in yourself and your business. Don't be scared to put money into it, even if you don't have it. I mean, we use credit cards because... I mean, it's just lending money. At the end of the day, we're going to make that money back and we're going to pay that off. So you can always find money to invest in things. You can always get money some way. You got a mama, you got an auntie, you got a grandma. <laughs> you know, if you really want something, 
get the money, get a credit card if you have to, and invest and just make sure it's, you know, smart investment and it's good debt. If it's in your into your business, it's good debt. If it's into like just clothes and like frivolous things, then you know, don't do that. No. Nope. <laughs> um and then also uh investing in your business yourself. I think joining a mastermind is key and essential because like I was saying earlier, being an entrepreneur is really lonely. And so when you're able to be part of a community that one is like growing and like full of people who are at your level, but also who are like succeeding and like thriving, you'll be better off and be more likely to excel on your journey versus trying to figure everything out on your own. Um, and then just being consistent, being patient, um, and being intentionally observant. So, you know, being patient on the journey where everything's not going to happen overnight. You know, there's so many like Facebook ads and things like that that you see where just all you see is a success. You don't see like the grind most of the time. So just be patient, be consistent in what you're doing, whether it's putting out content, whether it's, you know, creating designs, whatever you're doing, just be consistent and keep putting stuff out there. Don't hide your ideas. Don't keep it to yourself because then if you're just hiding your ideas, nobody's going to know what you're doing. And it's going to be 10 times harder to grow your business when you're actually like quote ready to like release whatever you're doing so share the behind the scenes be consistent put stuff out there on a consistent basis and um you know just be about what you what you're saying and then being intentionally observant is just being intentional um being intentionally observant of like how other people are where they are you know listen to biographies actually see what people are doing to connect with influencers you want to connect with actually really see how people are getting on the podcast that you want to get on like actually be intentionally observant of how you can actually navigate through you know your industry to be where you want to be so I'll leave it at that well so much wisdom (laughs) I love it Um, and before we go could you share with our audience How can they find you, your website, and all your socials? Yeah, so you can find me at DevonaStimson.com, just my first and last name.com. My social media is on there. Um, I'm particularly more active on Instagram and Facebook, so it's all just Devana Stimson. And um, if you're interested in revamping your brand, you can also check out um, my company, ShriveAndGrind.com. But everything really that I've talked about, you can find at my personal website. Yes, her paintings, which are beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. No, thank you for sharing what you are creating. Like you said, you are applying that. You're putting everything out there, and it's and it's amazing. So, congrats! And thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Very inspiring, and I'm pretty sure that everybody listening, uh, if they want to grow their business, or they just wanted to, they were just looking for inspiration. This was an, an amazing conversation. And so, everybody. Uh, Please follow us on Instagram at Fent Show and Twitter as well. And if you like this, please leave a review. Thank you again for being here. And everybody who, who is listening, I'll see you in the next episode. Awesome.